tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, that's a big red beast over there hammering Cuba right now. Isn't that's it? a big old monster. Going to be a Cat 4, they expect, when it hits the west coast of Florida. It is a Cat 3 uh, right now, but once it gets back over 90 degree water, yeah, without a wind shear up, on top. Yeah, it's when it builds up speed. Whew, ah, it's going to suck all that water. They say it's going to stop, you know, and just sit there for a little bit. And then they say it's going to weaken a little bit before it goes on shore. But the problem is if it goes on shore in the Tampa area, it brings all that water into Tampa Bay, man. And just 9 to 15 feet seawall surge. Well, he's already evacuated, I think, 50,000 people. 300. 300,000 people. 300K. Whoa. Yeah, mandatory evacuation. Jeez, man. And then all the other people that are just hitting the road. We were talking earlier about how the shelves are empty, except mm-hmm. for Dasani Water. You bottle, wa- you bottle the Sani water. Sani water. <laughs> Why are they leaving that behind? Well, because apparently it sucks, according to Jimmy. <laughs> according to Jimmy, and according to, like the Sani? to Don, it's terrible. Hey, it all uh, tastes like water. And Nan- Nancy told me that a couple of days ago. She it, said, "No, it's horrible. It's well, terrible. It, it, it just tastes like water." <laughs> well, I, I, you know, apparently not. According to them, no. Don, Nancy, and and James yeah. think it t- Dasani tastes weird. I only buy it on payday because yeah. it's a little more expensive than the normal stuff. Well, back there in the machine, it's five dollars a bottle. Well, yeah, I don't buy water out of the machine. No man. way, man. I buy this Ozarka stuff at Costco. Costs uh, nothing. I like the brand name, not yours. <laughs> I've never heard of that brand name before. You want to know why it says that on there? Yeah, I know, but go ahead and tell me. Because <laughs> somebody been taking my water out to the refrigerator back there, and I've been coming in, and my water been gone. And so I've been putting on there, not yours. I'm going to change that to not mine. Because then when they drink it, it's on the top. And they have to look at it and say, not mine. (laughs) Radio people are like seagulls, man. They really are. You know, well, I told you, if somebody around here wants some water, then all they got to do is tell me I'll buy them a case of water. Sure. You know, but. But just don't be taking my water, man. My water out of Don't be taking my water. Ain't your water. It's kind of essential to what you and I do. To have water? water go. Yeah. That and caffeine of some form, <laughs> at least for me. How you feeling this morning? I'm feeling fine. Good. Feeling good. You know the day in paradise? James is taking me out to lunch today because I won a bet, and so uh, I, I did not eat anything last night, so I could scarf up the and food he's today. And he's on a roll of losing bets lately. <laughs> he's been coming in every Monday complaining, I lost another bet. Yeah. So, so what was this one about? We have an ongoing thing, because I'm so musically inept, that he tries to play music for right. my show that I won't recognize. And so if I recognize a song and can name it, he has to buy me lunch. And I, I, I got one a couple of weeks ago, which was uh, The Gorilla's Clint Eastwood, which is actually one of my favorite songs. So he's taking me out for some Indian food. <laughs> uh, you are. You like something a little hot and spicy, huh? Indian food. I love Indian food, man. I ain't had no Indian food in a long time. Now, so. with your stuff that you've been going through, is it a good idea to eat You that know what? I don't care. If, if, <laughs> okay. If the curry sends my ass to the hospital, the curry sends my ass to the hospital. Burns I'm eat, going in and coming I'm out. Me, I'm eating me some Indian food today, man, and I don't care. <laughs> well, good for you. 
Good for you. you know, there's morphine waiting for me in the hospital, so it's all good. Anyway, Something to look forward you to. You have to work tomorrow, but you know, but I, oh, well, I should be fine. I'll be here. So. I'll be fine. Might as well. <laughs> I didn't have to do jury duty yesterday. Shocking. Yeah, no. <laughs> they really never even they didn't made, want you on a jury. Never even made it there. Oh, it did. Oh, it got thrown out. They canceled it. You know, they, you know. Usually, or some of the places that I've you know been called summoned before, right. they had a telephone number you could call, and they'd say, "No, you don't have to come in after all." Or yes, you know, still right. come in. Well, this was just a note that said, "No, you don't have to come in." The judge has you know settled the case, or. Whatever, so you don't have to come in. Let so. the guy go. What was it? A triple homicide? I don't even know. Probably so. <laughs> yeah, probably. Rob yeah. nine liquor stores. <laughs> ah, go ahead, get out of here, you. That's why we were just looking at this story out of Florida. I was talking about it earlier this morning. It's just hilarious that this guy comes walking into a convenience store. It's funny, but not funny, right? Right, right. He comes walking into a convenience store, and he's got a long gun. He's got a. It looks like a shotgun of some kind. Yeah, or a rifle, one right, or the yeah. other, right? And he's got. He you know, just comes in with it under his shoulder, and he, obviously, to me, in my opinion. It, it's obvious he's there to do harm. Well, if you walk into a convenience store with a long gun in your well, hand, you're not there because you like the wieners. Well, I have to. Right. You might like the wieners. Well, but, you know, you might want to pay for them. I mean, that's that's right. A couple of red flags there. <laughs> well, some people would say, well, we carry our long guns wherever we go, and it's okay to carry. No, this guy, in fact, the guy behind the counter pulls out his own weapon. Right. And the guy says, hey, bro, I didn't mean to cause no trouble, bro. I'm from Chicago. I'm not from around. Well, even more even more to the point. Yeah, right. I'm from Chicago. I'm nothing to worry about. We can do this in Chicago, but the we don't do this in can. Florida, right? You can't do that in Chicago. Well, they legally. do. Well, they, they do. do. Yeah, they, they do. do. Yeah. That's the point. But you can't do it in Florida because there's going to be somebody there with a gun. And that's my point. Right. Is that the Second Amendment saved that clerk's life. Well, yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. The fact yeah. he was armed himself. I wonder what he had. He had a pistol. I saw the picture pistol? of it. Yeah, he had a pistol. pistol. He just pulled nice. a pistol out and goes. And there, there's the, the yeah. dude just kind of shuffles out. <laughs> yeah, all right, bro. I'll see you later, man. <laughs> no, it's good, man. I don't need nothing. In Chicago, he could have walked in with that gun and capped. Right. Because there wouldn't have been a guy with a gun behind the counter. Exactly right. Not allowed to have him up there legally. But in Florida, mm. it's like, yeah, no, we, we take care of our own business. So. Amen to the Second Amendment again. I concur. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, now just a quick baseball story. Uh, the Braves were at the White House yesterday. <laughs> they're the 2021 World Series champions. They could be again this year. You know, they're doing pretty well. And Kareem uh, Jean Clouseau uh, has to go off on the racism of the tomahawk chop. She's asked about because that's a big con- the name, the Braves. And the tomahawk chop. Everything that's going on in the world. Okay, we got no, we got no freaking border. And you, you, you read some interesting stats earlier about all the people Biden sending to New York. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're, uh, China is buying up even more land uh, near military bases here in the states. The economy sucks. But we believe it's important to have this conversation. And Native American and indigenous voices. I'm, glad, I'm, I'm amazed she was able to fall off that word. Indigenous voices. They should be at the center of this conversation. This this is something. No, they're there. They're, they're yeah. there being hosted. That is something the president believes. That is something the, the, the administration believes. And he has consistently emphasized that all people deserve to be treated with dignity and respect. And yet, you, you, the thing about the whole Braves controversy, the Eastern Band of Cherokee have no problem with it. Not in fact, there's, there's not a single Native American tribe that has expressed any problem with this. 
Do you know they really haven't had a problem with squaw either, but they're canceling no. squaw because that means wife or one. Of course. They didn't have a problem with Redskins. Right. You know, I mean, well, maybe a few people. But the Braves? Yeah, Braves. No, oh, they love it. Whatever you do, don't call me Brave. Exactly right. And and with everything going on, this is what I was saying this morning, the 5 to 7. When you talk about the border, when you talk about crime in your face and everything, I read polls every day, and I've never yet seen anybody in a poll say, you know, I wish that they'd get rid of that Braves thing. That's man. keeping me awake at night, yeah, man. Yeah, you know, that's the problem right there. We need to get rid of that, and that'll solve all of our problems in America. Right. We just got rid of the Atlanta Braves name. We'd all be better. Well, the way people care about that are white liberals. Right. Like Kareem Jean-Pierre. She's I'm a so white sorry. liberal. <laughs> you know, but did you see the event with Biden there? No, I didn't. What was it? Which one was this? The, 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 the Atlanta Braves. I didn't see it. No. So he's standing there. Did they do a tomahawk chop. No, <laughs> but he's standing there, and of course the team is there, and they gave him a, a jersey. Mm-hmm. Jersey says Biden forty six, right? Mm-hmm. And he crumples it up, and he's got it crumpled up around his waist, kind of there, and holding it. And there's a guy that climbs on a ladder to take photos, and he looks up, and his new thing is, of course, don't jump. He tells the photographer. Did he say that again? Up on the ladder. Hey, don't jump. <laughs> and then he wanders away, just kind of <laughs> on his own, starts off, wandering off. And oh, the photographer God. says, uh, Mr. President, if you don't mind coming back over, the, all, the team is ready to pose for the picture. Okay. So he goes back over to pose for the picture, and he's standing there. He still has the jersey all crumpled up. And the photographer says, would you mind... Mr. President, holding it open so we all can see by yeah. 40. Oh, what? <laughs> okay. So he stands there, and then here's the creepy part. He looks over, and he sees some kids. No, no, he didn't. No. Everybody under 15, I want you to come no. here. No. Everybody under 15, come here. Come here to me. Come here to me. No. Come here to me. Come here. And so they so, uh, not sure if I can do this or not. Is it okay? You know, they go walking over there. One little boy comes up and just, he's like frozen. He's just standing there. Don't let the bad man touch me. Exactly. Exactly. Biden stands there and then he kneels down and says, come here. And he grabs him and yanks him over to him and puts him up against his knee, right, while he's kneeling down. After yanking the kid to him. But then here's the one you're going to love because we've seen it a million times with this guy over the years. He looks over, and there's like this 15- or 16-year-old dark-haired girl. He says, come here, baby. Come here, baby. Come here, baby. Come here, honey. Come here, baby. Come here, honey. And she's like, no, I don't think so. He said, come here. I have a daughter who's a two-team, two-state champion. Come here. What does that mean? What? I have a daughter who's a two-team, two-state champion. Come here, honey. Come here, baby. Come here. And she comes over, and immediately... She stands behind him, but all of his attention, all those are the kids that are there, and the entire Atlanta Braves, all his attention goes right to her. Oh, God, he's such a skis. What a creepy dude. Why doesn't somebody say something? We just did. Well, we did, but nobody <laughs> there. Like, when the bra- get your hands off that girl. Yeah, right, exactly. What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. So it's just weird. Ooh, it's just, I'm going to watch the video. That's it's creepy. Weird. Yeah, you can see it on YouTube, man. If right. you, anybody want to check it out, it's on YouTube. Check it out for yourself. Yeah. Lifestyles Unlimited, a real estate mentor investor group teaching you how to invest in real estate. Now that the stock market is in complete bear territory, people with 401ks in the stock market, on the stock market, on Wall Street, losing money, trillions of dollars being wiped out on the stock market. Look, 
real estate's always going to be essential because people always need a place to live and real estate will always be with us and opportunities in real estate will always be around and our friends over at lifestyles unlimited for 30 plus years have been helping people learn how to invest in real estate and make money at it at lifestyles unlimited with financialfreedomlivestream.com they're going to teach you how to invest in both single family and multifamily properties and start making money that's the key right there you don't just throw money at properties you've got to have a plan and lifestyles unlimited financialfreedomlivestream.com will teach you what the plan is how to develop your own plan and pursue that plan for your profit for your family's profit as well financialfreedomlivestream.com your promo code is where that's financialfreedomlivestream.com promo code where w-a-r-e AccuWeather forecast sunny and nice for us here low humidity around as well highs in the low 90s this week 62 right now ktsa Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Wow. Yeah. Just watch the video with the Braves. What'd you think? He's a creepy old dude, man. Yeah, he really is, isn't and he? He's the president. Yeah. He's a creepy dude. And he's the president. Yes. He is a nut job who wow. is pushing for the change of the name of the Atlanta Braves. Right, right. Another nut job is running for governor in the state of Texas against Greg Abbott. His name <laughs> is uh, Little Bobby O'Rourke. Go ahead. He's an Irishman, isn't he? He is an Irish. He's an Irishman. He's not Let's in call Mexico. Betty O'Rourke. Uh huh. Betty. Let's call him Betty O'Rourke. Right. Shaking his shillelagh. Uh huh. That's exactly. <laughs> Which is a good thing to do. You know what I mean? Well, it depends <laughs> <laughs> where you are. <laughs> uh, Sorry. <laughs> or have somebody say it. Well, anyway. Hey! Okay. So anyway, he is still talking about. He's talking about the gun thing. Don has the story here, and he's talking about how, you know, AR-15s, I don't think anybody under 21 had to have one, and a, a ban in Texas is, is unlikely. Listen to what he's not saying. He's not saying that he's had a change of heart, and he doesn't want to ban them. He's still a radical open borders oh, Democrat yeah. who wants to ban guns sure. in the state of Texas. All he's saying is is that a ban is unlikely. So In he, Texas, right. In Texas, yeah. right. So he is, according to the polls that Don's reading this morning, he's about nine points behind Greg Abbott. I want to tell you the polls are worse than that for Democrats, that mm. I believe that nine points is probably uh, double digits and more. Right. And I think this is a nationwide deal, like the Washington Post-ABC poll that we talk about, where Democrats don't want Joe Biden to run in 2024. I think these numbers, and, and Trafalgar Group founder Robert Cahaley said this yesterday he said these polling groups and we've talked about them before abc is the worst uh, you know abc and washington post they're propaganda groups for the dnc that instead of reflecting what voters are saying they're trying to affect right. what voters are saying yeah it's not shocking is it they're no. cook- in other words they're cooking the books basically in their favor or they're uh, changing the questions after the fact, or you know, or, or before, before you know, I I mentioned <clears throat> this this morning as as a radio programmer, and you know, a lot of what we did back then in the eighties and nineties, based on research. Oh, sure, you know, researched yeah. everything, right? Well, you could get a different outcome just by changing a couple of words in the question, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. A totally different outcome for what you were trying to affect, not reflect. I think right. this is I think it's brilliant for him to be talking about this right now. He said that's why they got it wrong in 2016, they got it wrong in 2020, they've been wrong all along because now these polling organizations are not re- about reflecting, they're about affecting. So in other words, they're because of their own bias, they themselves don't really know what's going on actually. No. 
Right. Because they, they were, 2016 just totally mystified them. They didn't see that coming at all. Right. And I'll give you another example. Um, right now, this Washington Post-ABC poll has the Democrats winning on the issue of immigration. <laughs> In what, on what planet? Exactly. Right? Oh, God. So, we, we, the American people trust the Democrats more to handle right. immigration. Right. And so, obviously, they're messing around with the numbers there because immigration is a hot-button issue right now with illegals flying all over the country, and people are concerned about illegal aliens being in America. And so Democrats can handle it better than anybody else, according to ABC News and Washington Post. And that's the story on ABC while I'm driving in in the middle of the Did night. Did you hear that oh, on yeah. ABC? Oh, yeah. How do, you, how do they report that with a straight face? You don't need a poll to know that's a bunch of crap. Because that Richard Cantu is a, is a biased partisan. That's right, why. Right. That's exactly why. I listened to his news coming in. He's a biased partisan. But Nancy asked me about this yesterday. She, she said, do you think these polls are close as they are reflecting? Because even Brett Baer was talking about it on his show yesterday. I was watching. Well, these polls are really, really close. And these are very, 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 very. Let me tell you something. And you know this. Republicans... They're not playing the game on the no, polling. No. First of all, we're working. <laughs> we, have, we have this thing called a job. job get one. <laughs> so Republicans are working. The other thing is when it's when the phone says spam likely, I ain't answering that. If I don't recognize it, I never it, answer it. No. Uh-uh. It's because it's either somebody that wants to scam me, poll me, or they you know I owe money or something. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I don't even answer unless I know who it is. Right. That's number one. But number two, Joe Biden and the radical Democrats put a big old target on the back of every Republican mm. and every conservative. So they're not putting up the signs in their yards because they don't want their house to be attacked. They don't want their kids being bullied. It's chilling. It really is, man. And they're not answering these polls. If, right. if somehow the pollster gets through on the phone and they say, hey, what are you, Republican, Democrat, or whatever, they go, click i'm not gonna answer but that was one of the points of doing it i think is that they didn't want the Absolutely. signs in the yards they didn't want the physical signs of support for any given republican that's up for election absolutely beto signs are everywhere in this in this town uh it, well not everywhere in certain neighborhoods you see them you don't see a lot of abbott signs you no. know i mean uh I, people are they it, it had a chilling it had the effect they wanted right which was to make people afraid to show their support. Right. I got a Trump for Texas or Texas for Trump hat I was going to start wearing. And like, you know, I don't know. I yeah. don't know if I want to get beaten up. Right. And that sucks because it's America. Well, didn't we tell the story yesterday? In Ann Arbor, 83-year-old woman goes on a pro-life uh, block walk knocking on right. doors because they've got a pro-life abortion um, amendment going on. She was shot. Jeez. You had the kid get run over in the alleyway in North Dakota. Lost his life, 18 years of age, man. In Houston, you had two Greg Abbott supporters block walking that got beat up. In Houston, but they were attacked when they knocked on the door. Uh, we have a colleague who gifted me uh, one of those uh, FB, uh, you know, the little uh, uh, car emblems. It's meant to look like a, yeah. like a car's got a special em- emblem. Right. But it's FJB. Uh, right, FJB. <laughs> I was going to put it on my car. My wife talked me down. She said, right. no. Right. Then you're a target. So if you see a poll that shows that Democrats lead on the issue of immigration, <laughs> don't believe it. Because yeah. Republicans are not answering the polls. They're not right. answering the phone. They're not partic- So when you see a poll that shows Greg Abbott leading uh, Beto O'Rourke by nine points, it's probably more like 19. It's got to be. <laughs> it's you know? got to be, man. It ain't no nine damn points. No. It's, it's, it's much more than that. Now, that's no reason to be complacent in November. No. 
But the truth of the matter is, the Republicans are not going to play this game, and they've they've stopped. All Republicans, not all, but most Republicans stopped about seven or eight years ago participating in these polls because they know it's a bunch of BS. Well, it's a bunch of BS, and this time out, you know, some of this information could be dangerous to you. Hazardous to your health. But go vote in November, That's man. Right. you got to vote in November. Don't let that stop you. All right, our friends over at BG Products are here to protect your vehicle. You know, no matter what it is you drive, and most of these cars are costing so much money now, it's not like the old days where every couple of years you went and got a new vehicle. You just can't do that anymore. Got to protect what you have. And your friends over at BG are here, and that's what they're all about. The BG product that goes inside the crankcase, maximum lubricity. That cuts down on the friction, wear and tear, heat, and all that inside of the engine. So your engine lasts longer with fewer breakdowns. And the same is true with the 44K. It is the most complete fuel system cleaner I've ever seen. And so when we're talking about gas prices now going back up, they're going up again. Uh, you want to make sure you have the 44K cleaning out the entire fuel system so that you get maximum fuel mileage and performance from BG products. You don't buy it on the shelf. Whenever you have your oil changed, just to ask whoever's changing the oil to add the BG products. BGfindashop.com. Wearing Ryman, Trey Ware, Sean Ryman, KTSA, along with Don, Jimmy T, and right over here is uh, Lane. And um, I was telling them this morning, We'll talk about the hurricane stuff in Florida in just a second because we have hurricane stories we can do. Yeah, can right, right. But our weather here is so perfect. I mean, dew points down in the 40s, temperature little, at 62. A little chilly this morning, man. Yes. Yeah, so nice. I made the executive decision to ride Betty in. Right? <laughs> I saw. And I think that's going to happen all week, you know. <laughs> this, is a, this is a time of year, or this kind of weather anyway, where those of us who you know are totally dedicated to the two-wheel life wish everybody was, because you, you you should experience this. Right. It's just a wonderful thing to ride in this kind of weather and to have the right. smell and the sounds and everything. But, of course, I leave the house like 12.15, 12.30, and Betty just doesn't know how to be quiet. <laughs> you just wake up the whole damn neighborhood, <laughs> don't you? People are trying to sleep, Trey. Well, the dogs start barking. Well, there you go. And then the next thing I know, I get to work, and there's a text from Nancy. And I'm like, oh, no. Know what happened. I know I woke her up. I know I did. And I said, did I wake you up, honey? She said, no. I No, you didn't wake me up. But I know I did. I know oh. I know Betty must have woke her up, man. But anyway. You domestic terrorist. I really am, yeah. White supremacist domestic White terrorist. supremacist domestic terrorist waking the whole neighborhood up. And speaking of white supremacy, we have a story about that. We'll get into uh, oh, it in a couple yes. minutes. Oh, yes. Yes, we do. In fact, we have a couple of stories about that this morning. Uh-huh. Um, Hurricane Ian is a big, big deal. Um, he's going to be a Cat 4 sometime today. He's uh, over right. Cuba right now, and that's what's keeping him from, from building. But the water is so warm. It's 90-degree water in the uh, you know, Caribbean over there and, and then in the Gulf. And so it's going to suck up that water. and supposed to stop there and turn. And there's no t- upper wind shear to knock the top off, and that's exactly what happened to Katrina. She got in the Gulf of Mexico. She's like a two or a three. And then, just blew up. Right, right. And so, not saying this is going to be a Katrina because there are factors in place that are going to probably bring down the speed the closer she gets before making landfall probably Wednesday night, Thursday, somewhere along in there. But the power is just still going to be uh, incredible for our friends over in Florida. i got a couple of friends over there I was telling you about that I've been in contact with and uh, you know a lot of concern for them because of surge and all that stuff but you were saying you actually went to I, I i've too i've made the same type of trip but you were saying you've gone to the app yeah i was well i was working I, I can't remember it must have been uh 2003 or four uh it was hurricane charlie i believe 
which had kind of decimated that part of Florida, Pine Island, and all that. Just you scooted right across, and I think it was a Cat Four, Cat Five at that time. And so the radio station I was working at, we put a, we had a day where we, people brought you know uh, supplies and clothes for the, and toys for the kids, and we loaded up a semi truck. And my buddy and I, uh, from another radio station down the hall, we drove this truck to Florida. And reported, you know, as we as we made our way, and so I, I'll just never forget. And it's only a couple of days after it had hit, you know, you you really get a sense that a, a hurricane it's like a big lawnmower because it is a spinning storm. And as you're driving through the wreckage, you know, you're seeing all of the palm trees and all of the debris going in one direction, and then eerily as and you drive forever, and it's all going in one direction. And then, you know, at some point you cross, you know, Pat, you go through the eye or whatever of, of the damage, and everything is going in the opposite direction. And it's all circular. So it, it literally is a, a just running a huge lawnmower across the land, and the, the blades of it just are just, just saw everything in half. It's just, it's weird, man. Yeah. It's creepy. It still disturbs me to think about it all these years later. But uh, that was my own. I've never been in a hurricane. I've been close to a tornado, but I've never actually been in a hurricane. And they're just, it's got to be terrifying, man. I was telling the story this morning that Nancy and I were in Mexico at a resort, and they had one come up. And it was like, it wasn't a full-fledged hurricane. It was more like a, a storm right on a Cat 1. Right, right. right. But it came right up the coast and then to the place where we were near Cancun. And it was kind of like a, a split-level room that we were in mm-hmm. on the ground floor. So you would walk across a living room area, had a couch and all that kind of stuff, TV and all that, and then you stepped up six inches, and that's where the bed was and all that stuff, bathroom. And we were in there while that storm was coming in, and water was coming under the door. And we just watched it come under the door, and I put a towel there, you know, trying to stop the water, but it just kept coming under the door. And when it filled up that lower level, we decided, you know, it's probably a good idea to get out of here because the TV's plugged in, lamps are plugged in. Yeah. Yeah, man. Time to get out of there. And when we left, we went to the restaurant area and ate while the thatch roofs fell in on us. But we were sitting there eating, and we were gone about an hour and decided to go back to the room. You would have never known it happened. Wow. They had gotten these, they're so used to this right there that they got all the water out, got new rugs laid down, Damn. had everything cleaned up and ready like it never happened. Right. Totally fine. That's <laughs> crazy, that's, man. That's what they live with and deal with. There, well, yeah, right? it's a part of life there. You know, yeah. it's like earthquakes in California. It's another reason I'm glad I didn't go end up going to California. Right. I, I didn't want to be in the path of an earthquake. The the, the 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 hurricanes are. They're just you know they're they're horrific. Yeah. But it's just it's the way our planet operates, man. It's just the way it is. There's not can't can't do much about it. Well, giant uh lawnmower is a great way to put it uh the, the most devastation i ever saw was in the 90s we had the uh, gerald f5 tornado come through gerald texas which mm-hmm. is up by austin right and the next day we went up there to do our show from there because i just had to be there right and when you got there when we got there you know they say it looks like a war zone i've never been in a war zone but it literally looks like the pictures that you see of right. a war zone. The buildings are destroyed, nothing but lumber laying around and all that kind of stuff. There's no homes left. Everything was just a found concrete slab in all these neighborhoods. No homes. They're all gone. And the stores were totally gone. I think there was a Kroger or an Albertsons or something up there, and it had been bashed in. The Wendy's was gone, mm, wow. all that stuff. And as you look down the main street there, all you saw 
was the walk-in coolers inside of Wendy's and all the stores. Oh, wow. They're the only thing that it survived, and that's what everybody hid in. They would all go in the walk-in cooler to wait it out while the entire building it's was It's the most destroyed. reinforced uh, part of it. It's like going into the bathroom in your home. It's the most reinforced place in your in your home. Yeah. You know, because uh, you, you don't want to be in any windows. You, wanna, you wanna, don't want to be in the outer-lying rooms. You want to be in the center of the house, as close to the center as you can get. Right. And the bathrooms are the strongest place. Well, I remember we uh, when I was a little kid, we were driving from Minnesota home to Iowa, and uh, a, a state cops are pulling people off the road. And this is at night. It was my mom and dad and I. There was a tornado coming. Wow. And so they had us go into this little roadside diner. And I'll never forget that. My, my dad and I had to go in the men's room and get under the urinals. My mom had to go in the in the ladies' room, and pretty much they had to get you know into the stalls by the by the, by the toilets, because again, that's the most reinforced part of the building. And this tornado, we we could see it coming. It just skipped over this restaurant, and then continued and just devastated this little town, maybe quarter of a mile from from where the restaurant was. Wow. So they're just and and the, the thing about tornadoes and hurricanes is they're really hard to predict, really. Oh, especially tornadoes. Well, they're very never, hard to predict. The first time I ever saw like a real tornado alley, we were in Altus, Oklahoma, and a lot of people listening right now can relate because they probably served in Altus, Oklahoma, right. a big Air Force base up there. We were there for an automobile race, right? Right. And we're walking down the street, and air raid sirens go off in wow. Altus, Oklahoma, and I'm like, "What's going on with these air raid sirens?" And I start to see people go downstairs. There were stairs next to the road, next to the sidewalk on the road. The road's here, the sidewalk, there's stairs down. So I'm like, I'm going down the stairs. Well, those places are built underneath the sidewalks for that purpose. When the air raid sirens go off, the locals know down the stairs and under the sidewalk you go so the tornado passes over you. Wow. Crazy. Yeah, Yeah. it's weather. And again, it's a natural phenomenon. There's just nothing you can do about it. Sure. When the weather rages, it, and that's I guess that's where I get a little ticked off by a lot of this climate change rhetoric. Mm-hmm. Hurricane happens, and it's, you know, it's we did this, and we brought this upon ourselves. No. And, no, they've been going on for a long, long time. How about on forever? Planet, forever on planet Earth. You know, <laughs> Ever since building, the beginning of the Earth. Us building Hooters restaurants <laughs> have not caused hurricanes <laughs> to come into existence. What, Jimmy? Well, that's why Florida is shaped the way it is. The hurricanes carve out. Yeah the gulf well, and they go out that way to the eastern sea and they just peel off and that's how the landscape has been formed over the millions right. peninsula you mean yeah. yes. Yes. Right, right absolutely makes right. perfect sense yeah all right quick break more wearing rhyming coming up next ktsa let me tell you about my friend dr mark habercorn at river city oral surgery uh he's a great dude man i love this guy and he runs a great business helping people deal with their tooth pain getting those implants if they need them getting their wisdom teeth pulled out uh, he's an oral surgeon. He's also a medical doctor. He offers direct patient care with prices, and this is really cool. The prices are listed on his website. So let's say you're missing some teeth. You want to get some uh, some implants. You go to rivercityoms.com, and you'll see not only the, the cost of the implants, but you'll see all the satellite costs of additional care, x-rays, exams, and post-op stuff. It's all there listed on the website. Financing is available. And one thing that I really, really like about Dr. Mark Avercorn is you don't need a referral. I can't stand having to make referrals and find somebody who will refer you to a doctor that you need. Not at River City Oral Surgery. You just call up Dr. Mark Havercorn at 210-778-0002 and make an appointment. So go into the uh, holiday months uh, with your tooth pain uh, dealt with with my friend Dr. Mark Havercorn. 
Again, RiverCityOMS.com and call them up, 210-778-0002. Hey, all right. The Dasani mystery has been solved. That's coming up. The Dasani mystery. That's right. Because you guys say it doesn't taste right. Well, they say that. I haven't tried it, but people say it sucks. It tastes like water to me. Yeah, well, (laughs) but there's a reason why it sucks, and I'm going to tell you what it is. Okay. woman just uh, by the name of Katie emailed it to me. But first, the days. What day is it, Sean? What is it, the 27th of September? Okay, it's crush Crush a can day. Okay. Don Morgan does routinely while he's in the newsroom. He's on his forehead. Busting beer cans on his forehead. <laughs> he's a vegan, but man, he just crushes them Bud Lights all day long while he's in there doing the news. Well, good luck with that because there's a beer shortage coming. Did you hear about that? It's so depressing. <laughs> you do it. James is it's having a, a bad day, beer. man. Well, first of all, the prices are going up. Right. They don't. They can't get the CO two to make the bubbles. And so, beer shortage coming. Oh God, no! It's National Corn Beef Hash Day. Okay, you like that? Not my thing. Yeah. Anybody here like that stuff? James, you like corned beef uh, hash? Don Morgan? Well, well, I guess he can't. Yeah, I do. He likes the plant-based version of it. You you like it? Oh, yeah. I'll eat corned beef hash. What exactly? I don't even know what it is. Like, I've eaten it with eggs it's, on occasion, and that's crap. not bad. It's crap. It's crap is what it is, yeah. But how do you corn beef? You don't. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like something from, like, uh... Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> you, you start with a cup of Dasani water. Uh, there you go. <laughs> it's National Chocolate Milk Day. Everybody drink a glass of chocolate milk. Now, that I do like. You Remember, like chocolate milk? And, and that was Chris's thing, man. Chris Glasgow. Chocolate milk? Yeah. In fact, he sent me a text of his glass of chocolate, bottle of chocolate milk two days ago. Because he's milk. still doing he it. Yeah. I don't like chocolate milk, but I, I will do me a chocolate milkshake. Yeah. I like a chocolate milkshake. And my personal favorite... Today is morning show host day. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> cool. So that's you. That's us, that man. That is us. So it's this our, is day, our day. day, man. Well, that's good that Jimmy's going to buy you lunch today. I wonder what I'm going to get for lunch. No, I don't know. Don Morgan, you're up. Piece of, <laughs> piece of bologna between piece of two bologna. pieces of bread. <laughs> Pimento cheese sandwich. Make sure you run tray by an Arby's. <laughs> we have the meat. So... Uh, Okay, Dasani. So we were talking about Dasani this yes, morning. Okay. Yes. Give us the deal on why it tastes so bad. All right, thanks to listener Katie. She emailed it to me. We were talking this morning, Sean, before you got here, about how we looked at the shelves there in Florida, and all the water's gone except for Dasani. And there's right. like a million bottles of Dasani. Nancy and I were talking about it a couple of days ago because it's the same thing. We we're like, why is all the Dasani there? She said, I hate it. I don't like it. And so when I said it this morning, they both. Puked. I mean, they leaned over the trash can. Both these guys, Jimmy and you don't. And Dasani tastes that bad. And I, I this is Ozarka. That's what I drink. There's, a, there's, there's, an, cheap. Af- there's an aftertaste or something. I don't know what it is. All right. Mm. So she sent me this article. Dasani water is so unpopular, people won't even buy it during the pandemic. Now, this article is from 2020 during the pandemic. <laughs> right. <laughs> when everybody's buying water like crazy and toilet paper, nobody would buy the Dasani. Why? So this person did this investigation to write this article. They buy it, and it's bottled with tap water. That's what Coca-Cola does. It's tap water. Then they get all the floaty stuff out of it by filter, you know, taking everything out with filtration. What do they filter it with? An SOS pad? <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah, pretty much, right? <laughs> and then, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. And then they add stuff back in, minerals back in, 
to add the minerals to say that you have minerals. Oh, okay. It's all salt and it's sodium bicarbonate and assists that and the other and all that. So, despite the funny name, it's just not running through some French creek somewhere. No. No. Being filtered by mountains and God. No. This is junk that they make, so they take the. We we just said it's junk. We're going to hear from them, right? Right. I I think it's the I stuff they uh, it's the leftover stuff from when they were making the Coke products, right? The stuff they couldn't use. So it's tap water that they <laughs> remove. Filter like uh, underwear. F- filtrate the stuff. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, have you ever tasted it? Have you ever tried it? A hobo's underwear? No, 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 no Dasani. <laughs> I have. I, I can't tell the difference. I mean, because when I'm 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 a water oh, drinker. I, you know why? Why? Because you've built up a tolerance to anything that's bad for you. <laughs> Pretty much. Those contaminants just leap out of my body. So I, I I don't I can't tell any difference. But I don't drink a lot of Dasani. Yeah. You know, yeah, but I drink a lot of water. Bo- he drinks a bottle of Dasani. He's like, you know what this is missing? Vodka. <laughs> and vodka would be so much better with some yeah. vodka. Wouldn't even notice how foul it is if I had a little Smirnoff in there. Don, Don did say you would drink Hobo's underwear before you drank Dasani, however. That's I'm not going to drink a Hobo's underwear. It just sounded really oh, funny to on. me. You'd probably make a big pot of stew with it. Ah! Stew crock pot Hobo's underwear. Mondo what pasta made out of Hobo's underwear. What are you people thinking, man? But anyway, the, so the song just tastes like water. There you to go. Me. It just thinks, it tastes like water to me. Yeah. Any port in a storm, baby, when you don't have any water, that's what you grab. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, if I were you know, in the desert of New Mexico somewhere for a couple of days in the bottom Do you drink of a lot of water? I do, actually. I drink a, yeah, we, yeah, I drink a lot me of water. Me too, man. Me too. You know, oh, if man. you was lost in the desert, you could drink your own pee. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're back to Hobo's Underwear. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, if you had to survive, you could survive that way. Hobo's Underwear. Told you. You didn't know that? Right? Hobo's yeah. Underwear. You, oh, you can do that. I read that somewhere. No, you can. I've got friends Drink that have done it. Pee. I've got friends that have done it. Do they use a lot of Listerine? No, they actually have these. <laughs> they, have the, they have these tablets that you can carry when you're out. You know, sure. got a friend that goes out and out, and he's out there for a couple of weeks on right. his own. Him and his gun and his tent. And they've got these tablets you can put in it and it purifies it. Purifies so. your pee. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so you can man. drink it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if that's what it comes down to, I'm going to die. Just take me. It's like, you know, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, right, God, yeah. just take me now. Just take me now, I mean, man. This is my only option. We, All is lost. We have an aerobic <laughs> system at our house, which is the combination of a tank and a, and a whatever. And, and what it does is it purifies the pee. In the gray water, and then it sprays it on the lawn. You put, you know, chlorine. You spray pee on your lawn? Well, you put chlorine in it. And it so, the, so the guy, well, sometimes depends on the evening. I do have a favorite over. tree yeah. in the backyard, if you have to know. But the guy who maintains that system for us when we first bought the house, he was there, and he says to me, you know, Trey, by putting this chlorine in there, it purifies it by 98%. You can go over and drink out of that right there, 98%. It's drinkable water. And I said, you go first. (laughs) You're up, buddy. You're first. Let's flip a coin. Actually, no, you just go. Yeah. No coin now. No. All right. Take a break for the news. More Wearing Rhyme coming up. KTSA. (laughs) All right. Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida giving an update on Hurricane Ian right now. Yeah. Cat 3. <clears throat> it's anticipated to build to a Cat 4. And early on, it was looking like anywhere from Tallahassee down to Tampa where it was going to go in. Now it's been pushed a little further south and east where it could go in around Sarasota. But some of the modeling now, and this is a huge storm, so all of Florida is going to be impacted with rain. Yeah. But 
it looks like the eye is kind of aiming now towards Sarasota and heading directly or like right toward Disney World. I mean, you know, <laughs> right at Orlando right now. Uh, but again, I mean, all this can change, right? Because sure. these different models and whatever. But we were talking about this a couple of days ago because some of the meteorologists that I follow closely, I'm a weather geek. Well, you are. I am. I <laughs> if really I want to know anything about about weather, I call you. Just a nerd about it. Yeah. And so our cold front that came through that lowered our humidity down right. is now kind of pushing this more eastwardly and more south southerly. So... That's good news, by the way, for Tampa. Tampa's still going to get wet, you know, can go in south of Tampa. But if it goes down south of Tampa, that's going to help save a lot of that storm surge. The major concern with this storm, it's going to be a big bear, but it's going to weaken a little bit, they say, or forecast models are looking at that before it goes on shore. The problem they were concerned about, because it's counterclockwise, if it were to go in like right at Tampa or north of Tampa, it would have drug all that water right. in through Tampa Bay mm. and absolutely put about 12 to 15 feet of water into downtown Tampa. Well, if it goes in south of Tampa, then obviously if you look down from the sky at these storms, the left-hand side's the good side, the right-hand side's the bad side. So if it's going south, then the left-hand side would be Tampa, and it'd be less of that going on. So DeSantis is giving a news conference right now. I tell you what else we're going to see here are the leadership skills of Ron DeSantis, however this thing goes. He's shining right now. He is. Uh, he's calm. He's, he's, uh, he's not freaking out. He's uh, got the situation under hand, it seems. I mean, as best as you can. You said they have evacu- mandatory evacuation of, what, 300,000 people. Is that what you said? Uh-huh. 300,000. Uh, mandatory. It, you know, and and, cause I, and I hate to go back to Katrina, but one of the things that you, you had with Katrina is you had a lot of bad leadership. I'm right. just being totally honest. Yo, Sure. A lot of bad leadership. Ray uh, Nagin. Uh, and all know, those buses sitting there. Just sitting there. So, you know, you ain't going to get that with Ron DeSantis. No, he's mobilizing everything. In fact, let's dip into this for a sure. little bit. Yeah. A couple and, minutes here. Um, the, the backups were FDOT and FHP uh, have opened the emergency shoulder lanes. Uh, they will do that once sustained speeds uh, are at 40 miles per hour or less. And so when that happens... They will make that call. Uh, people will be able to use those, um, you know, but don't use it until then because that obviously, you know, carries some risk if, if people, um, you know, don't know that that's something that, that, that is going on. Uh, you also can use things like Gas Buddy to find gas stations um, in the area that have fuel. And I would note if you look at these updated tracks uh, that we've been getting this morning, and I think you'll probably see that reflected in the 11 a.m. advisory from the National Hurricane Center, uh, you have potential paths of the storm uh, entering Florida's Gulf Coast cutting across the state and exiting into the Atlantic Ocean, uh, that means some of those uh, counties that are more interior, uh, you know, you could absolutely see power outages, you could see inland flooding, um, you know, you could see various types of tree and and, uh, damage from wind. So, So just be prepared for that. Uh, we were here 48 hours ago, and most of the solutions had it going up the coast, the west coast of Florida. Well, now most of them have it uh, ramming into the state of Florida and cutting across. And so just be, be prepared for that and understand that that's something that could be happening. Uh, Visit Florida has partnered with Expedia to launch an emergency accommodations page. Anyone who has been ordered to evacuate can use this page to find available accommodations. Okay, so most of that right there is directed at them, obviously, as it it should be. But I did want to bring him in for a couple of seconds there because it shows, proves your point, what you were just saying a second ago. And that is the leadership of a true leader, somebody who is confident. 
He's got a command of the situation. Right. He's been in, in uh, way out in front of this since they announced that this thing may impact Florida. Uh, he days ago mobilized the National Guard. Uh, the entire state went into a state of emergency, and like ABC, I was listening to them coming in a, a few days ago, and they were not poking fun at it, but it was like, well, this is going to be unnecessary because it's not going to impact down around Key West. Why would you Why would you say the whole state needs to be in a state of the emergency? Because it's that big of a storm. Right, right. It's going to rain all over Florida. Well, you know, and, and the, the hallmark of a good leader is that level of confidence and calm in moments like this. That's it. Okay, yeah, you got, the information's important. People have, need to know what to do. They need to know if they need to evacuate. But the demeanor of a true leader m- makes all the difference in the world. Truth. If you think about Nagin uh, during Katrina, it, he always seemed uncertain. He, he was, seemed like he was taken by surprise. Uh, I remember him giving that press conference, the now infamous pre- press conference that Sunday night, saying, nah, it's not going to be a big deal. We got everything where everything's fine. And then, boom, you know, you need to have confidence in your leader. Our president right now, not to, you know, maybe it's me being a partisan hack by taking it back to our president. Oh, no, I'm going but there. there. There's no confidence. You have no confidence uh-uh. that this man is in control of anything. Uh, I, I was headed right there, but I wanted to mention one more thing on the Katrina and, uh, and, right. and Ray Nagin thing. The confidence wasn't there until they found that stogie chomping Cajun general who came down there and said, "Now don't you get stuck on stupid. We're gonna start mobilizing <laughs> right, the forces." Right. Remember that? I do. He was a Cajun from Louisiana. And he right. sent him down there chomping on his stogie. He said, "We're gonna get this fixed. We're gonna get these people out of here." Right. And that's when it started. You know, stuff started. But he had that confidence-bearing leadership that everybody looks at. They want the Superman out front. This guy here, Ron DeSantis, my president, going up against, let's just say, Joe Biden in 2024. Not going to happen, but Joe Biden says he's going to run in 2024. Joe Biden is not, you know, he's wandering around when they're doing a thing with a World Series team. He's kind (laughs) of wandering around. He's like, what do I do? Where do I go? Hey, little kids, come here. You know, telling little kids, come here. Sit on my knee. You know, that kind of thing. Right. And, uh, And this guy, look at him. He's strong. He's sure of himself. He's sure of his people. His people. He's reminding me a lot of Greg Abbott as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When we have a situation like that here in Texas, Greg Abbott and my my very good friend Nim Kid show up on the TV, and you look at those two guys, and you feel better. Yeah. And and that's the that's the point to a certain extent, because especially with a weather event, there is very little you can do about it. You know what I mean? Except get out of his way as much as you can and pray that, you know, your, your house is still there. So it's really a fear level. and It's an anxiety level. And, and a, a good leader, a gifted leader, helps to reduce that anxiety level by reminding you, I'm in control. That's right. We, we, we got everything ready. It's going to be okay. You know, and they don't let you see their anxiety. There's a great scene from Saving Private Ryan uh, where Tom Hanks is the leader of the small unit. And I think it's after the doctor gets killed. And he goes off by himself. She did. And kind of loses his ass there for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and away, away from everybody else. And then he comes back. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I've always remembered that scene as being, the again, sort of the, the, the characteristic of a good leader. Is they don't let you see their anxiety. Well, and history is replete with those guys when you think about John mm-hmm. Adams and the letters to his wife, right? Right. So in the public, John Adams was all about, here we are, we've got this history-changing moment that we're going through, but he'd write a letter to his wife and have a few doubts about what was going right, on and right. how it was all going to turn out, you know? 
Uh, same was true with my favorite of all time, Patton. You mm. know, in, in the face of Rommel, Patton would look, stare him down. I'm going to kick your ass from, from here to Georgia. But he had his moments by himself when he'd go, man, this is, this is tough. Right, this is right. a tough slog. Well, the same is true here. But he just he has that air of confidence about mm-hmm. him that you know that we're in we're in good shape. I don't get that from Biden at all. <laughs> he doesn't even know what day of the week it is. No, so you know he you barely believe he is the president. You know, and he probably isn't. So you know, right? Two different characters right there. Well, uh, our prayers, of course, for the folks in Florida. And if you had planned, you know, travel or whatever to Florida, yeah, I'd kind of rethink that at this point. It's going to be a rough go this week. Florida's a beautiful state. I mean, I I spent I my thirtieth birthday there on Marco Island, Florida. Love it. Eating the hottest wings I've ever had in my life really? at, at the Crazy Flamingo, a little uh, dock bar, and drinking Red Stripe beer, man. Yeah. 30th birthday. Yeah, so I, I got a lot of affect, affection for Florida. I don't know if I'd want to... I'm, I'm not going to leave Texas, but I mean, Florida's a, it's a cool place. We, we'd considered it once, yeah. you know, and thought about that. That might be it for us, you know, and wh- where we may end up at some point. It's a beautiful place, man. Oh, yeah. And uh, the weather is much like it is here. They just right. have two things, more humidity and bigger bugs. They got bigger bugs. Their Florida Skeeters will carry your ass and off like a pterodactyl. Them bugs, that's right, them <laughs> bugs hit the front of your car. It's like running into a dog. <laughs> and uh, anacondas, thanks to people who <laughs> stop caring for their exotic pets at some point. Exactly right. All right, I want to tell you about Dr. Dallas Broadway and all the doctors at Broadway Vascular. If you have vascular issues, poor circulation, right? It's a lot of pain, and uh, it's tough. And your friends over at Broadway Vascular, they know that. They are world-renowned in minimally invasive outpatient vascular procedures. They want to keep you out of the hospital. They want to keep you well. Too many people suffer from this. Too many people don't sleep at night. Too many people deal with the pain, and it's almost unbearable pain. In many cases, it is. Sometimes you lose a limb over it. But Dr. Dallas Broadway and the physicians at Broadway Vascular are saving limbs every single day. Look, here, here's what you need to do. Just get with them and get a consultation at 210-465-7015. They also help people who deal with constant hemorrhoids. Those are very common, nothing to be embarrassed about. But Dr. Broadway and the physicians at Broadway Vascular, they have outstanding diagnosis and comfortably minimally invasive treatments for that as well. When it comes to circulation, they can help you at uh, Broadway Vascular. Phone number 210-465-7015. AccuWeather forecast is going to be sunny and nice and low humidity here and high in the low 90s pretty much all week. We are at 64 now at KTSA. KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. What a real shame. What's that? This song, and uh, you know, I love Pat Benatar and her hubby, but she won't do this song in concert anymore because it says, Hit Me With Your Best Shot. That's the name of the right. song. And it's like, well, I'm promoting violence. Oh, no, you're not. Oh, come on. <laughs> you're saying I can take your best shot. Come on, Patty. Is she in town this weekend or something? This weekend or next? Anyway, um, real quick here. I, I said it. I, I think you've said it, too. I, I think Obama pulls a lot of these strings that we're seeing now, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And he really is kind of behind the scenes. Yeah, I believe that. Kind of running an operation, you know. And mm. Joe's just there doing whatever. He's basically told. And uh, so Obama is watching the open border, which he created, and he loves the open border. Right. And he's making a comment to some folks, uh, Hispanic realtors. He's talking to, to Hispanic realtors, and he's talking about how, well, the reason that all these white people don't like the open borders and the Biden policy of bringing all these people in here 
they're basically racist. Well, you know, they don't like all the darker skin, the darker shades that are coming in here. Uh, they're really concerned about this whole replacement theory thing, and so the darker skins that are coming in here, they don't like all that. They're just basically racist. Well, my word to Barack Obama is, dude, when everybody else is a racist, as he claims, because everybody's a racist, you know, he's sure. always saying that. When everybody else is a racist, you're the actual racist. <laughs> well, he's always been that. He always has been. You know, and and I'll tell you what, it's 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 always been very seemed very pathetic to me when you have a guy who is the first black president. I mean, that, that's his historical his place in history. Which means, as the first black president or president of color, you have this enormous opportunity to genuinely lead America into that promised land that Martin Luther King always talked about, where this race stuff just doesn't matter. You know, we, it, it, the whole point is to get beyond it. And he did the exact opposite. Every criticism he took, it's because, well, I don't look like those other people on the on the dollar bill. <laughs> Every time that he his policies were questioned, it was because of racism. He used his color throughout his eight years in, in, in office to shield himself from criticism. And uh, he's still doing it now. And now it's, yeah, if, if you uh, aren't cool with entire towns being destroyed along the Rio Grande, if you're not cool with babies sinking to the bottom of the Rio Grande like baby, like, you know, like boat anchors, if you're not cool with all the fentanyl rolling in and all the death and destruction that's coming with that, well, it's because you're a xenophobe and you hate people of color. It's, it's pathetic, so, man. So he's got his gigantic $13 million mansion. On white-ass Martha's Vineyard. Exactly. <laughs> so who's the racist? Because they kicked those people out in 24 hours. You got to go. Get out of here. We don't want you here. So, yeah, Barack, uh, the actual racist of the people that you hobnob with, and you yourself, he's a, he does not like people different than him. And he's, he said it before. He made that perfectly clear. So he's the actual racist. But, you know, when you think about it, it's the identity politics, right? It's all about identity. So Joe Biden announcing yesterday through Corinne Jean-Pierre, we're going to pursue the Atlanta Braves to drop the word Braves oh, because on, man. American Indians are upset by the word Braves. No, they're not. And then you got <laughs> right. And so you got Barack saying, if you don't like all these people got in here, you're just a racist. It's all identity politics because they can't win on economy, they can't win on crime, and they can't win on open border. And then you've got Alejandro Mayorkas. Now, his job right now should be in sealing this border up. Yeah. Making sure that fentanyl is not killing our kids. Making sure that gangbangers are not coming in, that terrorists are not coming in. That's his job. But instead of doing that, he's totally good with it being open. And he is giving $700,000 to a nonprofit by the name of Take This. They push left-wing identity politics. Because the number one threat to America, Sean is these video games with white supremacy. Oh, I, I heard you talk about this yeah. earlier. Yeah. Really? We have to investigate 700,000 taxpayer dollars. We have to investigate video games because video games are pushing white supremacy. And that's a bigger threat to uh. our country. <laughs> that's a bigger threat than fentanyl. These people are ridiculous. That is a bigger threat than all these people coming across and terrorists and gangbangers coming across. The bigger threat to our con country is white supremacy in video games. So we got to investigate yeah, that. Yeah, because that's keeping me up at night, man. Right. They're, these are ridiculous. Are they children? They act like children on occasion, man. They really do. I mean, how ridiculous is that? The country's going to hell. People are suffering. 
People are wondering how they're going to pay their electric bill, how they're going to pay their bills in general. How do I heat the home? How do I heat the home? My, my town is being overrun by garbage and, and, and illegal aliens. Right. Knocking on my door. Have you noticed all the garbage around this neighborhood? Sure. Oh, I see it all the time. Now, this is, a, this is an edgy neighborhood. It always has been. I've never seen just piles of garbage oh, yeah. like we're seeing right now. You're right. And I, I've complained about a, you know 35 and Loop 410 on the on the medians all piled up now. Yeah. You know, it's just everywhere. You've got huge problems with that. But no. Oh, no, no, no. The most just, important yeah. thing are these video games because there's white supremacy in the video <sighs> games. And, and as again, looking at the polling... Atlanta Braves, and that name does not show up in the polling, nor does video games that supposedly push white supremacy, although they don't. But that's the most important thing. Why? Because, number one, it's, it's divide and conquer, and it's fire up our base. They're just throwing spaghetti against the wall, trying to get their people excited to go to the polls, because they're not. Well, and they're not able to find any actual big-ass honking wave of white supremacy. Doesn't so they've got to dredge it up where they think they can make a case for it. Doesn't exist. So now it's video games. Right. Okay, most of the characters in video games are space aliens. They're not even—they're zombies. Right. They're not even real people, man. But, but you know, we we got to spend it on that because if we had that seven hundred thousand dollars, and and by the way, giving it to one of these left-wing organizations like this, all they're doing—please make no mistake about this, folks—all they're doing is buying block walkers. That's it. That's it. Yeah. They give the money to these organizations, and these organizations go out. And walk blocks for Democrats, funded by you, the American taxpayer. They take your money and give it to these clowns, and these clowns hire folks to go out and block walk. That's all this is. It was like, you know, when Nirenberg got elected. Oh, God. He owed his entire political life to top this yeah. Texas organizing mm-hmm. project. They went out and they block walked for him. And after the election, he immediately tried to do a political payback to them with this time-off thing they were pushing. So that's how the, the game is played by these folks. Yeah. It's just insidious when you have kids dying from fentanyl. They're going to spend money to investigate video games. It's pathetic, man. It's, it's sad. Well, good luck with that. Yeah. I hope you can erase the scourge of white supremacy on freaking planet Mars. Like when my stepson is sitting there saving the Earth from Martians, I hope you can root out all the white supremacists in the Martian army. Holy crap. Jimmy's got a cigarette. Time to go. Oh, yeah. i tell you about our friends over at Alamo Water Softeners, where you can take your home's water quality into your own hands with an Alamo Water Softener water treatment system. We've been talking about water softeners from them since 2009 i was their very first customer but it's much more than that have you heard about these forever chemicals pfos is what they call them well these chemicals have been found in our groundwater and even in people walking around it's time that we take our own uh, you know take our home's water quality into our own hands and animal water softeners not only build you a great water softener right here in san antonio but they got a complete home specialist that will come to your home and they've got premium bundle pricing through September on their high-efficiency advanced technology with complete whole home coverage. Softening your water, purifying your water, that's protection for your family from harmful contaminants that may be in your water. Make an appointment with them today. That's alamowatersofteners.com. 838 at KTSA. You and I were just talking up here. Our love and affection, admiration for Elton John. Uh, you know, Motley Crue's pretty close to them. and. Uh, <laughs> not uh, they're not on the same plan well he elton john's gonna be uh at the uh here in town on october 29th uh, it's coming up you know he was at the white house the other day oh you tell me about the story i missed another one of those things i missed yeah and uh, 
So Joe gave him the humanitarian award, right? Well deserved. And yes, sir, man, he's uh, fought that battle on AIDS for a long time. Spent a lot of his own personal fortune researching AIDS, uh-huh. you know, that kind of thing. Has been a great face and a voice for that battle, and he's made a lot of headway. So he, that's a good choice, man, getting the humanitarian medal. But then Joe, but then Joe dot 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 <laughs> turns around. Oh God, no! And you can find this out there. It's on no. the YouTubers. He puts his hand on Joe's show or on, on Elton's shoulder, and he goes, "No lie." This guy right here, it's his fault that I'm spending $6 billion a month on AIDS research. $6 billion, $6 billion a, month. a month on AIDS research. Right. So I did my own research. Mm. And he's not spending no $6 billion. What he did was he requested $2 billion to go into an international fund that researches malaria, TB, and HIV for a year. Okay, for the fiscal year, he requested two billion. It's not six billion a month, but you know, he's got Elton standing there, the crowd's cheering. So why don't I just make up a little story here, another lie, like you know, corn pop lie, and all these other lies that I've told throughout the years. I'll just make up another lie and I'll tell it in front of Elton well, he's, to, to look big in front of him. He's a narcissist. Impress he's giving it. him the damn award. He's got to make it about him. Yeah, I've got to impress Elton John. So I'm, Elton, I'm spending $6 billion a month on age research. He's just such a schmuck. On top of everything else, he's what we call back east a schmuck. Schmucky. You know. Schmucky boy. I love the Elton John, man. So there you go. There you got it. Um, well, I got a story here. Do we have time? Yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. absolutely. Nice, nice story, a happy story. Okay, and and we we spend so much time now talking about how the work ethic has really changed yep. in America, and we have this. What is it? Cold, quiet, quiet, quiet quitting. quitting. I saw they were doing a story on that yesterday on Fox. Mm-hmm. The you know younger people they don't want to work, they don't really give a crap, they don't really have much of a work ethic, and we talk about this all the time. It, you know, a lot of uh, employers are just happy to get somebody that, that shows up at this point. And so there's not really that sense of, you know, I want to go out there and get me a job and do the best job I can for somebody. There's a woman in North Carolina. She's 27 years of age. Her name is Carly Pavlina, Pavlinock Blackburn. Let's just call her Carly Blackburn, okay? And she wants a certain job with Nike. Uh, and so uh, she knew they were celebrating Just Do It Day on September 8th at their headquarters. And there's a specific team that comes up with ideas for new shoes that she wants to go work for. And she was trying to figure out, how do I get my resume to them? People of her age rarely even know what the hell a resume is at this point. You know what I mean? Remember when you and I, yes, sir, man. especially in radio, you always had to have your resume updated. You no, bet. People don't now don't even know what the hell that means. Have it ready to go. So she's like, how do I get my resume to these folks on this specific team? She baked a cake, and she had her resume printed on top on a sheet cake. Nice. And she found one of these uh, uh, people who deliver, uh, uh, you know, food delivery people or what have you. And she got somebody who agreed to do everything they could because they knew this particular team at Nike was having a party that day with food and stuff. So this uh, driver got this cake to that team. And none of them wanted to cut into it because it was so beautiful. And it was this woman's resume. Great. I, I don't think she got a job. I don't know if they're hiring 
but they were very impressed. So she more than likely will get picked up in some regard. But just the idea yeah. that somebody had the you know the the vision. How do I get my information to these people? I'm going to bake a cake. Yeah. You don't see that very often That's these great. days. It's That's great. Give me a job, damn it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and I'm only going to work when I want to. And I only want to work when I want to. Right. Yeah, right. And I want all the days off that I want off. That's awesome. That's good. So, good for and, her. Well, and it made me thought, I, you know, because I'd, I'd hire her too. Yeah. Uh, I remember when I was coming out uh, from, uh, from Maryland and Delaware to go work in Colorado, and I didn't have a job, uh, to her credit, my, my uh, mother's uh, or my daughter's mom because that's this is the days when you still had CD. You were just doing CDs now on resumes, yep. you know. So she came up with the idea of doing a CD uh, with all my audio bits on it, mm-hmm. and the resume were liner notes. Good on, on the, the record. Yeah. So, and we actually found a CD that looked like a, like a little LP, mm-hmm. and that's what got me my first gig, uh, serious full time gig in uh, in Colorado. Yeah, but that's when the, in those days. You were more concerned about showing an employer, a, a, a possible employer, what you can do for them. Right. And it's the exact opposite now. Well, when I was running this place back in the 80s, I had a girl that I was looking for a jock, and I had a girl send me a tape. And it, back in those days, it was a tape, right? Cassette tapes, yeah. yeah. And the resumes always ended up in the trash can or on mm-hmm. the corner of the desk up there. You, you never read the resume. Right. You never did. She sent me a coffee cup with some coffee inside of it to make my coffee. I want you to listen to me and enjoy a cup of coffee on me while you listen right. to my tape. All it was together. The resume was on the tape. Oh, so I hit play. Boom! She went through this, that, and the other. She had a couple of testimonials from people that she had worked wow. for and with. Them saying this girl is great. You need to hire her. She will do a great job for you. Blah 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 blah. And then the tape of her work. All the, the entire presentation was about three minutes, so it didn't take me very long to go through her resume and the tape in three minutes' time. Right. Boom! I hired her. Yeah, I mean, I it, 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 it separates down. you. It shows somebody has initiative that they want the damn creativity. Job. Creativity, you know, which is what you're looking for. I want you for. to take notice of me, right? And I, I wonder how many people under the age of 27 at this point can even fill out a job yeah, application. Well, yeah, exactly. Right. I hate to put it that way. Yeah, it's true. A lot of companies aren't even requiring resumes anymore because right. too few people even know what the hell it is. Exactly right. So here's another story for you. Lindsay Marsh was married to her husband for 25 years. Mm-hmm. She did some boudoir photos for Rock him. On. Nude, <laughs> yeah. nude boudoir yeah. photos, which are big for couples to do. Sure. Valentine's Day, anniversary coming up, all that right. kind of stuff. So she got with a photographer, did boudoir photos. They'd been married for 25 years. Well, divorce came. Mm-hmm. As it happens. Dun, dun, dun. The old man contacts the judge and says, here's what I want out of this divorce. And it wasn't looking for, you know, to take a custody of kids or the house or anything. He wanted to take custody of the boudoir photos. He wants the lingerie pictures. And nudes. They were lingerie. And oh, nudes. And nudes? Yeah, there were nudes and lingeries in there. Wow. And so uh, he said, that's what I want. The judge gave it to him. Really? Yeah. He wanted memories of his wife naked. So the judge said, you know what? Yeah, you do deserve those in this divorce decree. So I give you, I hereby give you the book of boudoir photos and nude photos of your wife. Every once in a while, the dude wins in divorce. So what's the name of this company that will take nude pictures of your wife? And uh, What's that? Do you have the name of the company that uh, would, that does oh, boudoir? Oh, lots of photographers do. And do naked pictures of your, sure. w- your wife? Sure. That look, I could look at and stuff. Well, now everybody's got a phone, so why do you? Well, need I guess to you don't really need anybody else looking at it. You just take it yourself. I just, I just found that story interesting because the judge. I mean, first of all, why would a guy divorcing his wife want 
nude and boudoir photos of your wife. If you're divorcing her, why would you want to look back and say, yeah, that's great. And, uh, that's a little weird. That, that is, is weird, a little right? weird in and of itself. And secondly, she must be really odd. I don't know. Just shocking that the judge awards well, he, he didn't it. ask for anything else, though, right? So I guess not. I don't know. You know, whatever. I, I have no idea. I don't have a complete rundown, but... Sir, I expect that you'll be spending a lot of time alone for the next few years. So, yes, you may have the photographs. <laughs> That's right. That's Give right. me something to do. This will help you. Yeah, exactly right. Safe Showers is a great group. We're talking about Chris and Joan Edelin, the owners of Safe Showers here. And when you want to get serious about transforming the look of your bathroom, but you don't want to spend all that money on a complete remodeling project, you know, instead of the many, 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 many tens of thousands of dollars, for a fraction of the cost, you can remodel that bathroom just by putting in a safe shower, calling up the folks over at Safe Showers, having them come to your home, invite them in to do a complete analysis and give you an estimate of what it's going to take to put a safe shower in there. This is not cheap acrylic or cheap fiberglass overlay system. No, this is top of the line. This is great stuff. And it's safe showers they really are safe you know because you got a low step up entry and now you've got a non-slip floor and then you got the grab bars or whatever else however else you want to design it you know you choose the color of the walls and you don't have to worry about you know microbial stuff because you know no there's none of that to worry about there's no grout or anything like that so you don't have to worry about keeping it all clean all the time they do morning afternoon and evening appointments seven days a week so they're ready to come meet you at your convenience with safe showers they just bend over backwards to earn your business. Give them a shot at it. Talk to them about it. Get a free in-home design consultation from Safe Showers, 210-655-1111.